everybody and welcome to scream along the podcast a very special episode this is going to be our spoiler free episode of scream six how's it going eric good welcome back everybody welcome back we're we took still a, alive we're still yeah, yeah we took a little bit of time off we weren't we weren't uh casualties in new york city for scream yeah. six you know we took some time we wanted to come back and align when the movie came out so this is why we get our spoiler free um review and eric and i are going to dive into a, a spoiler filled review um in the c- next week's episode and, and kind of give all of our thoughts about about scream six and we loved about it uh, what we didn't like about it and all that good stuff. Um, but we wanted to come on here and give us a, give everyone a spoiler free review and just talk about the early reviews, how people, how the audiences are taking to the movie and what we, what we liked or what you can expect in, in the new, in the new movie. Um, so early reviews. If you haven't already saw it and if you have the ball, I mean, scream along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then as we record this, we must say it is a Friday afternoon as we record this. So Eric and I saw the, um, the movie yesterday being Thursday at the 3d fan event in our area. Um, and reason being is we wanted to see it as early as possible. We know that there is leaks. We wanted to avoid spoilers and uh, we wanted to see it as early as possible. So if you're listening to this, um, it won't spoil you going into the movie at all. Um, uh, but maybe you want to listen to it after, after you watch the movie. So it is Friday, um, as we're recording this episode. So we went in, uh, as I said yesterday to watch the movie, um, right away, uh, I know I can speak for Eric and Eric's going to chime in here in a little bit, obviously, but right away, right off the bat, we are taken into a new, it's a new, it's a familiar opening scene, but it's a new take on a familiar opening scene. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like, that's kind of like a thing, but it's something where like, okay, as you're watching it, it's something that, oh, you know, you think, you know, what's going to happen. And then it kind of takes you on um, a different, it definitely. T- they definitely, you know what? I think they did that with Scream Five, right? Like yes, because Tara ended up surviving, lives, right? Yeah, and I think they really just kind of continued that legacy, that 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 um, element of surprise. Yeah, that kid kind of like yeah, like they're not following like the originals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 deviating from the the script in a way per se you know what i mean and i think they they hit it out of the park again and did it again yeah i agree i agree and then early reviews i know we mentioned on it but as as we're recording right now uh it has a rotten score of 77 percent on on rotten tomatoes and a 94 percent audience score obviously that's gonna fluctuate as more people go into the theaters and check it out this opening weekend um but great great reviews right away which is fantastic yeah and i i feel like the um the gist of uh people's reviews is like it's 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 quite um it's quite well received yeah um, and just really. shout out really quickly before we jump into more of our spoiler free review just shout out to our, our our buddies at the movie podcast daniel actually had his quote on their review is actually pulled and they're oh, using yeah. it in the trailer for scream six so uh big kudos to to our buddies there at uh the movie podcast yeah that was really cool to see um, I remember doing that part in the movie. 
Oh yeah, yeah like, as the part oh, came on, I was like, oh, the quote. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, it's a big shout well. out everyone. If you're a movie fan, go listen to the movie podcast. They're fantastic. Um, yeah. As we go deeper into this to this uh, review, we we must say this is a ghost face unlike any other ghost faces we've seen before in the past. This ghost face is a cut above. Um, kills are more intense, more well, dramatic. Was so like different than you know what I mean. Going back to that point that it's like it's different it's gory it's like flips it reverses it um in so many different ways and it's definitely um yeah a cut above the rest yeah absolutely and then even with that there is i want to let we won't don't want to go deep in it but the diehard scream fans are going to be pleasantly surprised in terms of how much there is to honor past movies or iconic moments from the past scream um movies with a fresher take on it um but we will say because i know everyone you know there was a huge um vocal you know outburst in terms of you know nev campbell not being part of this movie obviously Mm -hmm. we stand behind her and her decisions and and all that good stuff Uh, but there is mention of the sydney prescott character and the way that it is handled is very is very good i thought it was very tactful even when they when they were talking about it, i was like oh like sydney you yeah. know what i mean like i was like oh that's great but they did it in a good way they set the tone they they talk about it and then it's kind of like okay we're off, what's happening here in new york we're off to the races yeah i kind of felt i liked when they i'm trying to like i'm trying to like censor myself <laughs> I, I know because like you're like they, i don't know much to say i feel like the way they brought it up was kind of like expected in a way i guess mm-hmm. like we kind of joked probably joked about it previously that like that's how it's gonna go down and come down i think for me i really liked how they wove it the relationships and the absence in with like like gail for example and like a specific scene with gail you know yeah. um like those are the touches i think i was like okay like the heart of it's still there um and so it still felt like a real relationship and not just like oh like did I hear? <laughs> right. Um, so I really, I really like appreciated the, that moment. I think. Um, yeah. That really like solidified it for me. But like, okay, like the heart's still there. Yeah, agreed. And any kind of, um, you know, worry I think that we had in that sense was was gone in in a, in a sense, you know. Um, and you know, we mentioned about it. Like, this is a ghost face, a cut above the rest, fast pace. The, but we just want to bring up also the scenes that are happening. You know, you, we saw it in the trailer. You know, there's a subway scene. There's a the ladder in the alley scene. There's a whole bunch of a lot of scenes in this movie that are really anxiety ridden um, as you're watching it. Like there was a lot of times where I had to remind myself, oh, shit, you're not breathing. Breathe, like breathe. Like it's not happening to you. You're, wa- <laughs> you're watching the movie. Yeah. So when you're watching this film, you're going to be in for the ride. Um, and remember just to breathe as, as you're I watching it. I don't sweat. And I was like sweating. Yeah. <laughs> there I'm, was like, a look. Yeah. Cold blooded. Like I do not sweat. <laughs> I don't run hot. And I was like sweating. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of I didn't of even crazy... realize it. Yeah. There's a lot of crazy yeah. scenes there. So you'll feel it. So maybe put on some extra deodorant before you go to the movies. Oh my God. Um, yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll be in for a ride for sure. And then what really what worked really well in this is I know we were talking about you know Hayden Panettiere coming back and playing the role of Kirby, and how she would be reintroduced. And then we knew we knew early on before you know once all those promotional materials came out was was pouring promotional posters. Um, we found out that she was going to be you know a detective. It's like okay, like she's going to be a detective, but how 
how much is she going to be weaved into the to the group um so it worked really well and i just want to say it didn't feel forced or out of place out of place in any way possible how did you feel about kirby to oh, a degree sorry i think we had a little lag there um yeah, no, I really, um, I appreciated it. Like, I really liked it. I think, I think they, um, how do I say it? Like, they, they did it justice. Like, they did it properly. I think that's how I would have, like, you know, I'm really, ha- I'm really happy with yeah. the way they introduced her, the scenes that she had with the cast. Um, I'm really happy. And, um, yeah, did that, that, like, kick-ass that like kick-ass like you know teenager was 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 still in her and i really appreciated yeah. that like the essence of her was still there and i'm glad they captured that yeah for sure for sure and then also with this you know it's a scream six this is a sequel to the requel um and in this we see mindy giving new rules about that also so there's something that the diehard fans are going to look forward to that is very randy-esque but i guess we can say now it's very mindy right because she gave the rules in the first in the fifth yeah uh, last year's installment. Um, and she continues to give the rules of what people can expect from a sequel to a requel, uh, and, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk about stuff. I'm like scared to spoil stuff for people. Yeah, no, that's all I'll say about that. Um, but the great <laughs> um, thing about this, as every screen movie is, is even when they're giving the rules to the sequel, requel, sequel to the requel, is that they are very aware. And even in their conversational tone and manner, they're very yeah. on the pulse of what's happening in the world um, and I, currently. Yeah. And I want to note too, like, I really liked how that scene took place. Like it gave me, it gave me that scene from Scream 5 when they're in um, uh, the twins house, you know, when mm-hmm. everyone's like on the couches, but it gave me that vibe with yeah. like a little mixture of Scream, um, the original when they're outside, outside at the of fountain school, yes. at the fountain like it gave me like a little bit of both like it was actually kind of really a little nice like you know nod to the OG but also like a nod to like the last movie right like they're building on that um on Mindy's um like you said like they're building on Mindy's rules Mindy's yeah. rules right they're not Randy's anywhere they're Mindy's and so yeah. I really like that it was like a nice blend like it was like comforting but like you know yeah, very yeah. true. It's familiar, new scene, but f- almost familiar. So it was a comforting in a way, like you're saying. Yeah. Right, right. And then we had a lot of, there's a lot of intense scenes, nail biter scenes. Uh, I know we mentioned to, that at the beginning, but the movie, one thing that we can say about the movie, it is very fast paced. And even when there was scenes where there was maybe like conversations between a couple, two characters or a group of characters, it fed and it delivered purpose into the storyline. It was never a moment to sit back and say, okay, you can breathe a little bit now. You're not breathing no. and you're not exhaling until that movie's done. Until I was surprised. Like, I'm glad, like, I was pleasantly surprised, pleasantly surprised just like how quick it went into things. I was kind of expecting a little bit of like, oh no, like Ghostface can't be back or, you know right. what I mean? Like, go um, no, like this isn't going to happen again or like can't be or like having like having to sway people. But like, no, it went right into like, you know, yeah, the chase scene essentially. <laughs> like, and, and there's yeah. no deny, like no denying that they're back. So um, it was um, definitely um, fast paced. Yes. Um, and I will mention too, just uh, on that topic of being fast paced is for those that are still might be concerned or on the fence about what this 
version of the film can look like without Nev. Obviously, she is missed. They talk about the character of, of Sydney Prescott um, in, a, in a good way that honors the character. But there, I just want to let everyone know there's so much going on where I feel like you don't even have a second to even think about you don't even have a second second to think about it or not even notice it because there's so much going on in this film yeah um speaking of so much going on gail finally gets her phone call in this film um she does (laughs) and it was a hell of a phone call um and a hell of a chase scene which to me gave vibes of scream 2 so okay how would you rank that though how would I rank that you, chase do you, scene? Do you like, do you like, do you prefer, I don't say prefer, but like, where does it fit? The Scream oh. 2 or the Scream 6 Gale scene? Like, which one is like one and which one's two for you? At this point in time. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'll still go there's with. Some people, there's some people online, I'm not saying anybody's wrong. There's people online mm-hmm. who are like, wow, this is like better than Scream 2's like, chase scene. Yeah. Um, it, I would say it was more intense. So I like mm-hmm. that it was more intense um, and it, it doesn't give me anything away because we see in the trailer, but she's like, you know, she's got a gun on her. She comes when shit starts to go down. She's like coming prepared. She knows to stand her ground. Yeah. The thing that I liked about Scream 2 is, you know, it was the sequel to the original. The characters were trying to find, you know, still their footing a little bit like these murders are happening again and whatever. But the thing I liked about Scream 2 is that um, her chase scene is it was very in terms of like having to hide behind like the soundproof little pillars and like the studio and stuff, that was a very anxiety ridden. And the fact that she was trapped, but like in the booth area, like to me, I still like, I still like that, but from an action standpoint, you felt the like, um, um, I felt almost the, the despair in the like you felt you felt the claustrophobia of it all like you felt what they were going through. Absolutely. And then this one, I can see where a lot of people are saying this one ranks as like the best, uh, chase scene, quote unquote chase scene ever because the action is there. It's, yeah. it's so intense. Like I said, you don't have a minute to breathe almost while watching this film. So I, I can totally see that. But for me, it yeah. still goes to Scream 2. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't... Um, I'm on the fence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I totally get it. Like Scream 2, I think, is a little bit more like simple, simplified, yeah. like simple, right? It's, it's like, mm-hmm. there's no, like, she doesn't have the gun, right? You don't have, mm-hmm. like, it's not as, it's not as, as intense in the way that like Scream 6 is with, like the gun and like the fighting back. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's a little bit more simple, but simple is also like good in a way too. Mm-hmm. And not saying, not saying the intense is bad. It's just, as like a different type of, good so. actually you know yeah, what i'll say fence. i'll say that this one was my favorite you know why because as you're saying that i was like yeah my react like i was talking out loud and reacting out loud obviously and i remember a lot yeah. of times being like holy shit and then my jaw was on the floor and then i would be like no gail like do this like i was literally sc- yeah. like we were literally talking to the screen more so than they re- the scream too so i would say and that I, one wins i really like how this one ends of like how the, not this one ends but like that scene ends like i mentioned right. that you know i really 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 liked it like i was like literally like my like holding my breath in yeah um i also like i also like there's a little comedy thing with the phone call like i like yes. you know it kind of gave me a little reminiscent of like scream five with like nev's like kick-ass phone calls yes where, um you know like they're really nailing those phone calls and they're really like giving the power back to those characters like those legacy characters um Mm -hmm. actually all of them yeah Um, but like they're really kind of like they're really 
making like those phone calls could probably get stale like right like how many times are you gonna get a phone call but they're really kind of making it fun and flipping it a little bit Mm -hmm. and you know like the characters are growing with those phone calls and um yeah gail was um she was ready for hers she was ready for hers and we should say for someone that has never gotten a phone call from a leg like for being a legacy character she was ready for hers and she gave it not ruining anything for anyway but she she knew how to talk to Ghostface. I'll just yeah. say that she knew yeah. how to talk, um, yeah, which was fant- was fantastic. She came prepared. Yeah, she did come prepared. Um, and then we mentioned earlier on also this film pays pays homage to the films that came before it. New takes on almost familiar scenes in a way. And the great thing about Radio Silence, well, like I said know, earlier, right the 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 real scene, right? Like right. I didn't quite realize it when I was watching it, but now that we were talking about it, I was like, oh, like. It has that, like, they're outside in the courtyard talking about the rules, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Sorry, we're just missing a bag of grapes. I know. And it could have been exactly the same. Right? Um, and and yeah. sorry, and even, oh, actually, you know what? No, I'll save it for the. <laughs> save it for the spoiler-filled uh, episode? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, but they were very clever in, in, in paying homage to the past scenes that came before it, giving their twist and take on it. And what's really great about this is this um, movie is that I feel like Radio Silence um you know with last year's they really had to that was them really to set the tone and introduce these new characters and not go too crazy because you don't want to go too overboard into something new because then you're going to lose your core audience yeah this i think movie, there was i think there was some like fan service as well yes. as like west craven service if that makes yes. sense but like with all due respect i think they were trying to like do the legacy proud but then yeah. also like not upset fans and mm. so it like really constricted them yeah and yeah, and we love West. Like, that's no shade, but like, absolutely, no, no. It, did, it did constrict them for sure. And I feel like this one, it was more of okay, you know these characters, and you know what to expect in like scream scenes. We're gonna go ahead and and amplify that a lot more. We're gonna try something different in yeah. in a lot of these, and it worked very very well. It was very effective. I'm happy with it because like I'm okay with that being the setup in Scream because it's like really truly original. Like the original yeah. sets up the like legacy, and then Scream Two is just like it ups the ante, right? Just like right. this, and same with this one. Like Scream Five, like sets up this like maybe a trilogy, <laughs> and. Yeah. Scream 6, like, ups the ante. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then speaking about, um, obviously, the movie, we want to celebrate, um, you know, it celebrates the Scream franchise throughout. Um, We just want to talk about character development really, really quickly. We have the the core four here that are the survivors from last, um, last movie, Sam, Tara, Mindy, and Chad. Their character development for all four were fantastic yeah. in this movie. Um, Specifically but, Sam, I felt like. Yes. Sam, I feel like, you know, Melissa Burr and that Sam character got a lot of, uh, hate's a strong word, but they got, she got a lot of hate yeah. um, in the last movie because people thought, oh, she's replacing Sydney. Oh, she's not a, she's not a, she's not a Sydney Prescott. Like, no, 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 she's yeah. not. And she really, wa- she really went ahead as a character to show, okay, you're introduced to me in the last movie this is really my time to be able to show what Sam Carpenter is all about and what she can do. Um, And if I'm honest too, Mm -hmm. in Scream 5, I was like, is this Sam and Tara's movie? Like it was like, like Tara had such a strong performance. I mean, some people say like, it was like Tara was like, you know, like, but like, I was like, is this Sam's story or Sam and Tara's? Like, I'm not quite sure, but I will say for, like, Scream 6, I generally feel like this is Sam's story. Yep. 
Yes, like I believe, so. like this is Sam's story. Yeah, and and a huge shout out even to to Tara, the character for Tara. You know, she played more of like that helpless victim in last in the last movie. Um, this movie, you see more of her character shine through in different, mm. different, um, different scenes, different um, things that are happening to that character. You see more out of Tara, which yeah. was great to see. Also, uh, same with Mindy, obviously, um, and then Chad too. And I was really pleasantly surprised about Chad and I'm glad that this happened because I think we spoke on this on our last on one of our podcasts earlier is that I hope to see more about Chad because he was shown as like you know that typical jock in the last movie but however they gave you a little bit of of sneak peeks that you know he's not that typical jock he's he's that guy that you want to root for that's got a big heart um you know he's close to the sister he's got a big heart and we saw that in this movie and for me out of the four you know sam was really wonderful that character and i'm glad i'm I'm really glad to see how much how much more that character involved (laughs) but i'm really happy with how chad yeah chad came across in this movie very very happy with that yeah, no, me, I think all four of them in Chad, Chad included. I think Chad, like, um, you know, kind of came off as, like, this protector, you know, even with, like, Tara at the party. Um, but at the same time, like, the thing was, like, what I really like about, like, he's supposed to be that, like, dumb jock, I guess. But I think what I really like about him is that he's, like, this dumb jock, but he kind of, like, knows his I wouldn't place. even like, say dumb. I would just I say like say, a, like typical jock. Like you think just typical like a jock. Typical yeah. jock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Typical jock. Um but he kind of like knows his place. Like he know like he knows like he knows when to like he knows that this is like like I'm speaking like he knows this is Sam and Tara's story. He knows this is their thing that they gotta do. Like you know what I mean? Like right, he knows right. he, like he's not um um yeah I don't know if that makes sense but it will once you watch it. When people yeah. watch the movie, um, and just to see how much of a role he plays within the four, is is really nice to see, and it was kind of refreshing to see that from the type of character that we thought he was. Right. You know, yeah. definitely. Um, I think. I mean, we like. I think all four had a lot of character development. I think yeah, again, going back to Scream Five, to like setting things up was there wasn't a lot of character development in it for like, it was hard to have character development for all these characters. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was nice to have that in this movie. Yeah, absolutely agree. And then we spoke about a little bit earlier, how they really celebrate the scream franchise throughout the movie. And it's not just going back to the original, there's call outs to many films, characters in all, in all the films throughout the franchise. But one really thing I wanted to highlight, um, was really how, that the shrine scene found a way because we we spoke about it in the, in the last podcast was I think you mentioned like well what does this shrine scene really mean to Tara Tara probably wasn't even born when this happened like she oh was probably God, like yeah. a baby right Sorry. so um it may but it makes sense like they're not really connected to to them really but the people that are in that shrine scene the writers did a really great job in connecting to each one of them. Except like right. in in some type of wear form, which was really nice to see. Um, and it was great because then that shrine scene still had the impact on those characters. It wasn't right. lost on them, right? I think it was really smart, right? Right, with like Sam's like heritage and 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 yeah. that like that was like something I didn't think about. You know, I was thinking like Nev, 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 and right. I mean I'm still thinking Nev, 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 but or Sydney, 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 <laughs> Sydney yeah, um, yeah, but like. I kind of forgot that, like, you know, like, these 
all these crimes are kind of related to Sam in a way because of her dad, right? Mm-hmm. And they really leaned into that in that shrine moment. So I yeah. think that's what helped me to the kind of like not think so much about that kind of like critique I would have had before. Right. Um, I think Kirby helped a lot, right? Kirby then connecting with Mindy there and stuff like that. Um, all kind of, um, yeah, like I didn't even think, I didn't even like question the shrine moment in the movie. Like I didn't even think about that. Um while watching yeah so yeah it was really nice to see and the one thing i will mention is just from um i guess from a movie creating standpoint that's different that i noticed with Wes craven films from the first four at least to um radio silence films as i found in in this one and even in five but in this one more so a lot of the characters are more calling out the other characters being like oh are you the killer like where the hell were you are you the killer are you the killer but in terms of the Wes Craven made films, they would bring that up. You know, you would have that doubt with certain characters and some would say it or not. But the one thing I do miss is like the shots that were given. Nothing was said, but there were shots or, you know, the camera focused on a specific uh article of clothing that would be like, oh shit, is this person the killer? Because I don't know, the shoes were like black shoes that the killer would have wore or the killer said, or the character said something that maybe only the killer would have known. So it was more kind of like the nod and kind of the subtlety of it. Um, I mean, I I know it wasn't subtle, but like, it kind of reminds me of like scream four. Like nobody ever says that. Actually, I don't think they do. I don't think anybody ever says like, well, maybe Gail, that detective, Judy's the killer but then there's like moments where like she's like walking by Sydney Sydney and you're kind of like oh that was eerie like what was that about like oh right right so like it's things like that where like they don't explicitly like point a finger maybe Gail might have but um but it just is supposed to be like well what was that moment about was that meaning anything or was that just was that just like not like was that just there to be there like you don't know right yeah yeah, absolutely. So I felt like that, that was the only thing I was missing in those I would like to. And again, it's a different it's a different group of people that are creating the movie. But I feel like if we can go back to to that in a sense where there are those little shots of like a character's outfit or something where you're like, oh, like. I, I agree, but I kind of disagree in the sense of like, I think they really leaning into the meta-ness of it and like right. having the, and right. And so like Mindy being like, well, you're the killer. And like, you know, or like like that is like the meta-ness of it where like the rules and all this like you know it's got to be it's got to be you or you know like the boyfriend like you know they were all automatically like the or they're all I'm like like the boyfriend and so I think like I think like it's the sixth time it's happening that kind of like I get it from your perspective, like a cinema mm-hmm. cinematographer perspective, but then I'm thinking of like a story perspective where it's like, they're just so like paranoid now. That's so just so easy to be like, you're the killer. Don't come near me. True. Like, you know what I mean? True. Like, and I think that like is coming, came out in it. So like, I'm kind of not, but I get, I told, I okay. do, I do see the point. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I, it's a different audience. It's different filmmaking. It's just 2023, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I totally I totally get that on that end. But it would be nice to see maybe in the next uh, the next movie, maybe there'll be a little bit of, you know, little things here and there. Who knows? Um, yeah. But thank you so much, everyone, for joining us for our, our, um, our review, our spoiler-free review. Like I said, Eric and I are going to go through and do a spoiler-filled review and really talk about the characters, talk about things we like, talk about things we didn't like, and really be able to kind of go deep into that 
rabbit hole of what Scream 6 was and is. Um, if anyone's going to go see it this weekend, have an amazing time. We had so much fun watching this movie. Um, it was fantastic to, to see and amazing to see all the different audience reactions that were so positive also. Um, but like Eric said, there's a lot of times where, you know, we're sweating, we're anxious, we were laughing we were, you know, almost crying because there is some sentimental stuff in there also. Um, so have fun watching it. And before we wrap up, just a huge shout out. You know, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you'll notice that our uh, podcast art changed. So a huge thank you to A Very Simple Formula that get, brought us into the world of Scream 6 for our Scream Along the podcast artwork. So just thank a huge you. thank you. I love them. Also, we do have a giveaway going. I might be ending um it's ending at the end of the opening weekend so sunday this sunday night the contest ends so if you're still listening it's not sunday yet yeah hopefully it's not sunday yet because we're recording this on a friday so hopefully you're listening this sometime around opening weekend for stream six definitely Um, but eric let the people know what can what can they what can they win um (laughs) (laughs) so we have a um i guess it's like i don't know what the brand like Cinemark or Cineplex, but it's the it's the popcorn, the Ghostface popcorn mm-hmm. container, yeah. um, the Ghostface plush, and I call it the sippy cup. Is that the the Ghostface little sippy? Yeah, cup? pretty much. It's like a sip. It's the Ghostface. Um, yeah, it's a Ghostface shaped. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cup. So we yeah, kind of like just bundled it cup, together, yeah. and yeah. Um, yeah, we'll give it away to a lucky winner this Sunday night. So check out our post on our Instagram or Twitter. Um, yeah. Like the post. Uh, tag a friend and um, throw in an emoji um, yeah. in the comments and we'll enter you in. And you'll see, uh, you'll see which emoji to put in there once you see the information yeah. on, on the profile page. But yeah, join the contest closes Sunday. It's been really well received so far. We have a lot of, repl- a lot of replies and a lot of things to go through. Uh, but thank you for everyone that has and maybe we'll have entered the contest. Up. Maybe we'll have Absolutely. more Absolutely. I feel like there's been a lot of merch flying left and right. And yeah. um, we want to like give some away and, have some fun with it to celebrate. Yeah. And celebrate um, the movie and uh, saying thank you to, to our fans and like say thank you to those that listen to our podcast uh, to come together as a Scream community, right? Um, so again, thank you everyone for listening to this uh, to this review. Join us very, very shortly in the coming week when Eric and I will have our spoiler-filled review of Scream 6. But if you're into the movies, enjoy the I movie. I feel like I'll we'll be able ca- to talk more then. I'm like, yeah. trying, I'm like uh, so that scene. <laughs> yeah, we're going to let all of, our, all of our stuff fly in that review. Uh, but join us back for that one and enjoy the movies. If you're going to go watch it this weekend, you guys are going to love it. Uh, It's one hell of a ride and we'll see you back here for our spoiler filled review. All right. See everyone.